Hey guys, what's up? It's Becca Hayes, and this episode is sponsored by Enaviv Water. And there's a reason why Enaviv is one of my main big sponsors, because I believe in them and they believe in me. There's something to be said when all my friends that come over to my house always fill up their water bottles. <laughs> I had a friend here yesterday, my best friend Blair, you guys have heard her on the, the podcast, and she's like, oh my gosh, I just love this water. I've missed it so much. She can taste the difference. Just knowing that my water is at the highest purification it can go is amazing. I know that my kids aren't drinking chemicals and toxins. I don't know if you guys heard the episode where I actually interviewed Trent. He's the owner of Enaviv. Um, it was episode 30. I'm actually going to play a small clip. I just want you guys to know what is some of the things that he has seen. And this is why he has created this company to bring awareness and to help other families drink safe water. Fluorosilicic acid. It is so acidic that it will burn through concrete. I have pictures, and maybe I can send it to you, you can put it on the podcast. Yeah, I'd love to. It, there's, I have a picture of the actual container in an actual water treatment plant in Draper. I interviewed the water master uh -huh. for like three hours. He took me on a tour of the water treatment plant. And I said, can I get a picture of that little, con that warning label? And on the warning label of what's being dripped into our water, warning, do not take internally. Oh my. Fatal if swallowed. Fatal. And they're just dumping it in the water. Supply. They're dripping it slowly into the water. So you guys listen to it. You just heard that small clip, but that is the reason why I wanted them to be my sponsor. I seeked them out. And in return, we made this beautiful partnership. Please have them test your water. They will do it for free. They will come out there and test it for free. Or you can go to their location in Pleasant Grove and get it tested there, which is actually very beautiful. And I'm not just talking about Utah people. They can test anybody's water in the United States. So please give Enavi a call today at 801-993-0080. Or you can go to their website at enaviv.com. That's E-N-E-V-I-V-E.com. Please tell them that I sent you because I want them to know that they're getting their money's worth, that I am able to send people to them so that they can get their water tested. And then hopefully you guys do take action. And not only will you get hooked up by saying my name, Becca Hayes, uh, you'll receive half off a chemical remover, but you're also going to let them know that they are making the right choice to sponsor this show. So you guys can continue to listen to me run my mouth. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Again, call them at 801-993-0080. Tell them that Becca Hayes sent you. Chemical free is the way to be. Why? Talk. I always have to ruin it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Becca Hayes Show. I'm your host, Becca Hayes. And, Hi, Becca. And with me tonight is Jacob Stansfield. Hi. Hi. Hey, what? thanks for having Hi, me. Hi, Jacob. Hey, bud. How you doing tonight? Good. <laughs> I'm just excited. You're always excited. Yeah. Good for thanks. you. Thanks. Good for you. Yeah. Keep it up. Thank you. I will. You're going places. Right? <laughs> you get it. <laughs> okay. So we're just going to recap of kind of our last week we've had. Yeah. we Only a week. There's actually a lot that went down in just a week. So first of all, we have a new member of the family. Lulu. She's a little kitten. And she's cute. She looks like a little wolf cub. Mm -hmm. Doesn't she? 
I mean, I don't, no, I don't, I don't get that. I don't know how you, you don't know see dogs a little... are wolves, right? Yes, cats are like little tigers I know. and jaguars. Well, I know, but you look at her face and like the coloring. She has like the dark gray with like kind of the spots. Wolf colored. She has. She's like wolf like colored. Uh, wolves <laughs> have lots of colors. Well, there's this one particular wolf I always see. It's like a gray wolf, and so she reminds me of this little wolf cub. Oh, all right, fair enough. And she acts like a little wolf cub, doesn't she? That that well, yeah, yeah, she does. See, she's vicious. She's a savage. <laughs> she really is. And the funny thing is, so we have a dog, Charles, and we have an older cat that's only a year older, Jojo. This is like Jojo's territory, okay? And now this little kitten has come into her life and every time the kitten tries to go near jojo she does the hiss can you do the hiss for us <laughs> it was really good actually right. yeah so she does that um but the cat the little kitten doesn't care like lulu like just yeah. doesn't give a fuck yeah it's cool it's she, jojo that runs away yeah. after hissing she like charges at jojo and she's like fun sight i mean how big is this little kitten like She's not even, she's a little over six weeks old. Six weeks old. I got her when she was six weeks old. And she, I mean, that was like four or five days ago. So uh, almost six, wait, like half seven a weeks. Pound. Yeah, half a pound. Just tiny. And she's charging at JoJo. And JoJo's like hissing at her. It's, just, it's so funny. But I, I think they're finally starting to. No. No? No. Oh. But sure, yeah. They're making a lot of progress. The hisses seem maybe less violent now. Well, and not as often, uh, and not as soon. Yeah, that's, I mean, they actually the, the like hisses are delayed now. They're de true. it's delayed hissing. Yeah, that's true. Like there was actually a moment today on the couch. Mm -hmm. You saw it, right? Mm -hmm. They like did little like kissing. I don't. I, I missed the kissing. They no, they touched lips and and sniffed each other's noses. Oh. It was like the, it was the cutest thing in the world. But then followed by hissing. Yeah. Well, then JoJo backed up and was like, "Oh, wait a minute." Mm. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, so. Slow progress. Also, this kitten wakes up at 5 a.m., <laughs> we've learned, and just, like, jumps on your face <laughs> with claws out. Like, we've both had skin broken by her, like, five And I just times. cut her nails, too. Sharp. <laughs> she just bites. Oh, gosh. It's like having a newborn. I got scratches all over my body. It's actually worse because- Some the, from you, the, some from a cat. <laughs> It's it's worse because the newborn doesn't scratch and bite you because they don't have teeth or not like really like I mean there's like soft nails yeah, but they, they can't do anything they're not really vicious like this little thing and yeah. it's so it's worse than a newborn yeah I don't know about that newborns have other things a lot of fluids stuff like that yeah yeah but you hurry and change them and then you go back to sleep you put them down you know like this thing is just all over the place yeah you can just cage this you can't cage a baby mm, I guess you can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I I think pack and plays are kind of like little baby cages, but yeah. You, so you kind of do you can cage a baby. Oh, all right. Not like actual cage. You, Had I known that, well, you didn't have a pack and play. No. Nah, are you kidding know. me? I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> Parenting was oh. hard, and I didn't sleep for like three years. So mm. you're like probably like one of the you're like the only man that's ever said that. It's it's what? rare for men to. Raise the baby. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Did you breastfeed Smith too? Uh, no. He, my ex breastfed him for like six weeks, but she would pump. So, like, 
I just fed him from a bottle. Like it was her milk, but oh. she didn't do it very long. She went right back to work, and mm. yeah, I did dad mode day and my day and night. Mm. Yeah, so we got JoJo because Tucker's cat died. Reba, if you guys don't remember, Reba got hit right in front of our house, ran over, tire marks and all. It, you didn't see the tire no, marks. I don't want to talk it's, about. It. I didn't even know that, but that's yeah, nice. it was sorry. horrible. Yikes! It was horrible. Yeah, and. I carried her, but she was all wrapped up. Yeah, well, she was wrapped in a blanket, but it just ugh, so sad. That's rough. Um, yeah. So Tucker, I felt bad because he like had nothing, you know. Because I mean, we, we Charles is like everybody's dog, you know. Mm-hmm. And Reba was his cat, and JoJo is Boston's cat, and they fight over JoJo all the time. And I just kind of was like, ugh. So I. Just randomly, I think we were just talking. I think we were outside on the porch late at night, and we were just talking. And I just had this, like, feeling to go to KSL and look for pets. Well, you <laughs> were discussing how you're acquiring goats now. Well, we're going to get into that in a minute. Don't and ruin the fun yet. <laughs> it's already ruined. The cat's out of the bag. <laughs> you're already online looking at, like, all the animals. You're looking at dogs. I'm like, oh, crap. I know where this is going. No, you don't. And then you're looking at the cat. You did the cats in secret because you, you <laughs> knew what I'd say. <laughs> Uh, well, I happen to, you know, there's tons. As if I tell you what to do anyway. You like, don't. Yeah. You like, try to suggest things, but you yeah, know, like I I'm going to do what I, I want. I give you my opinion. Yeah. And you do what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, the interesting thing is there's like tons of cats right now. I remember when COVID first hit, like you couldn't get cats. Everybody was buying them up or like. That seems weird to get, me. No, it's because people couldn't leave their homes or they thought they couldn't. And so they're lonely and like depressed so they're buying animals because animals help you know with happiness and all that fun stuff most of the time so they were buying up all the cats like it was hard to find cats luckily my friend's cat got knocked up and that's how i got jojo only because it was my friend's cat lucky i know lucky i am very lucky and so i was on there and there's like just bombarded with kittens and cats and you know, like just a lot of them. And I'm like, how do you even choose? And then all of a sudden I saw this gray little like wolf cat. Okay. It was a gray little wolf cat. And yeah. I knew I don't, I don't want another male because Reba ended up being a male and constantly was like leaving all the time and venturing. Like, I just feel like they just, they don't like to stay home. Males <laughs> don't like to stay home. Yeah. And um, so I decided I wanted a female this time. So I looked and I'm like, oh, I hope this one's a female. And I just, I don't know. I just couldn't get her out of my, well, I hoped it was a female because I didn't know yet. Because she posted this, this girl that posted these kittens, just posted four kittens. They all looked very similar, but one of them just was a little bit darker and cuter and had a cuter face. And I was like, oh, I hope that's a female. So go to bed that night. I'm waking up and having dreams of this cat. You also stayed in bed like for like an hour and a half just looking at cats. Did I? Yeah. I don't remember. You're up late looking at cats. Well, I fell asleep. Did you wake back up to look no. at more cats? <laughs> I might have. But I fell asleep, and then I was having dreams of Lulu, like this cat, this gray little wolf cat. Mm. All right? And I was like, it's a sign. Yeah. I can't get her, out of, get her out of my mind. And I wasn't even planning on, honestly, I really wasn't planning on getting another cat. I just was drawn to look for cats. Okay. Okay? And I'm like, okay, so... I wake up really early because I keep having this these cat wolf dreams. And 
<laughs> so I text this girl. I go back on KSL. It's like 4 a.m. I go back on KSL and I'm like, okay, obviously she's probably not going to like read this until she wakes up. I hope this doesn't wake her up. Because usually people put their phone on silent. So so I text like four other people, okay, of different cats. And I'm like, okay, I'm really like obviously want the wolf cat, but I'm like, I could do these other cats. She was the only one that texted me back, the one that had the wolf cat. Mm, there you go. In the morning. And so then I'm like, all right. As soon as I dropped the kids off to school, I went down to uh, Pleasant Grove, which is like an hour. Payson. Oh, was it Payson? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was at work. Heard uh, nothing about a cat. Because <laughs> we talked about dogs and goats. Uh. You started secretly looking at cats. <laughs> I just see uh, your stories from work that you're in Payson. Okay. Mm. Here we go. That's a weird town. Like... It's a weird town. It's kind of like weird vibe when I was there. It does. I don't know. It's it kind does. of it's kind of like eerie. Like I don't. I think, I don't. I think a lot of killers live there. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> For sure. It's kind For of sure. weird. So I picked the cat up. Only twenty five bucks. I mean, I'm sure I could have talked her into like ten bucks, but I'm like, you know what? No, I'm not going to do that because I hate it when people would do that to me. Mm. So I'm not going to do it to them. Okay. So I paid twenty five dollars. Hell yeah. <laughs> You don't give a shit. That's why. I uh, got the cat. And uh, we haven't slept yet. Yeah. Been a rough <laughs> week. <laughs> but the, the cat is so cute. She loves, when she does sleep, she loves to be snuggled in your arms and like, like the covers over her, which I'm not used to. Like none of my cats like that. They like to sleep on top of the blankets. She loves to be buried in them. Mm-hmm. That's really cute, actually. Mm-hmm. So... New member of the family, Lulu. Well, I called, I named her Luna. Well, Tucker did, but I was like putting it in his mind. I'm like, what do you want to name the cat? And Tucker's like, um, I'm like, what about Luna? And he's like, okay. <laughs> Cause I'm scared that he's going to pick like cookie. I would prefer cookie. brownie. I like cookie. Gray. I don't like brownie. Gray, gray is good. Gray. Cookie or gray are good. So I had to hurry and throw a name out because I was afraid that he, he was going to go down that road. And okay. you know he was going to go down that road. Can I stick with Cookie? No. Uh. We, it's Lulu now. All right. So he, for the first day, so obviously Tucker gets home from school. I surprised Tucker with the cat. And he just like beaming, okay? And so excited to have this kitten. He had made a vision board. This is a funny thing. Tucker made a vision board with you, Jacob. Yeah. And on his vision board is he wants to be a firefighter. Mm-hmm. He wanted another kitten. Yep. And he wants to get his black belt in karate. Mm-hmm. Legoland was on and there. Legoland's on there. I think there was a puppy as well. Oh, and he had a puppy. So you got that coming. <laughs> so he goes, he gets his cat. He's right. manifesting the shit out of all those, by the way. He really is? Like, uh, yeah. What? Except for karate. Yeah. Oh, no, he started back up. He did. He quit, but we... We channeled him right back in it. He he literally is saying, oh my gosh, like if he forgets to look at his board, he goes in his room and he just stares at it for 10 minutes and then comes back out and he's like, okay, I'm good. That's legit. I'm like, holy shit, this yeah. this kid gets it. Mm-hmm. And like- I trained him. <laughs> whoa, whoa. We meditate together. Okay. That's great. I did the vision board thing. I even bought a book, we'll say, a storybook for children that taught them about vision boards. Oh, that is true. Okay. I, I wouldn't I say you trained them. them. You, you helped. Repeatedly. We'll say you helped. Um, so <sighs> we get the cat and, and he's, you know, bonding with the cat. And he goes, mom, my vision board's coming true. I'm like, oh my gosh, it is. 
And now, look what, look the, so today, we were going to go to Disneyland, okay? We had, we seriously, we booked our flights already to LA. This is going to be in October. We booked our flights already. Uh, we got our hotel already. Well, it was like the, the Wolf Den or something, something fun for the kids. And then now LA County are jackasses and they came out with the stupid whole, like you have to show your vaccine card if you want to even eat in our restaurant. Like just some bullshit, okay? Disney went back to the, the mask life. Yeah, Disney went back to mask. And I'm like, oh, I'm not doing that. So we canceled everything. Luckily, we, we didn't buy tickets yet to Disneyland. But we were going to, but we canceled um, the flights. We canceled the hotel near Disneyland. And the funny thing is, I'm like, you know what? Let's go to Legoland. It's down in San Diego and they don't, they have like a optional mass, you know, like, you know what? If they strongly recommend it, they recommend it, which is like, okay, well, obviously we're not going to wear masks, but yeah. It's still going to be fun. And so Uh now it's, now that's another thing on his vision board. Tucker did that. I think it's going to be so funny. He's going to seriously just like lose his mind when he, when he like hears it. (laughs) And the funny thing is Smith. So Smith, your son, Smith, people that don't know that Smith is Jacob's son. Smith comes home later that day. I go pick him up from school and you know, he sees a new kitten and he, and Tucker's like, Oh my gosh, I made it come true because it was on my vision board and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah. And I'm like, I couldn't get out of my mind. It was meant to be. And he comes over to me, Smith, Smith says to me, hey, uh, do you think you can put this on your vision board for me? <laughs> he wants a shrinker. A shrinker, yeah. He's which, been obsessed with this shrink ray device. And he's like, Dad, it's got 100 buttons on it. Let me <laughs> tell you what they do. We'll drive to school, and it's like in Draper, so it's like a 20-minute drive. <laughs> he went through at least like 40-something buttons. Like he had, He told me what all of them He laid did. it out for you. This one makes them big. This will make anything small. This will make anything disappear. This will give you anything you want. This will clean everything. So it's this magic gun that does literally anything you can possibly mm-hmm. imagine. Mm-hmm. And he's been real stressed about getting it. So Even though it doesn't exist, but yeah. he thinks it does. He's like, it's fine. I know it doesn't exist, but I wished for it. And yeah. wishes it doesn't have to exist. <laughs> oh, okay. So he asked me if I could put a shrinker on my vision board for him. Yeah. I was like, well, it doesn't really work out that way, buddy. Doesn't it? Well, I guess it could, but I'm not going to wish for He's it. He's going to be real confused. He's wished for it. <laughs> no, also, he has Tucker's to make... things are manifesting. <laughs> <laughs> he has to make his own vision board, first of all. Oh, that's true, yeah. Okay. And, um, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if one day he does create something, like, magnificent like that. He's a clever guy. He really is. He's he's brilliant, but... So, yeah. So, now that we're going to Legoland in October, I can't wait to tell... All the kids. Yeah. And Tucker's just going to be like, let me just check this off my vision board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You better go look at that and see what's coming in your life because I think he's more powerful than all of us. It's insane, though. He is, like, very committed to the vision board. Yeah. He looks at it every day and, like, mm-hmm. focuses on it. Yeah. It's scaring me. Yeah. The puppy one. Just like I taught him to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like the puppy one is honestly coming because now I keep getting thoughts about getting a puppy. Oh, he's shocker. doing he's doing this to me. Yeah. He is. Yeah. And then Charlie, I look at Charlie. Charlie looks lonely and like doesn't have anybody to play with anymore, you know, and like maybe a puppy will. Oh god. <laughs> 
I'm, uh, I'm going to sleep in that, that upper bunk, <laughs> the, the loft bunk. No puppies or kitties can scratch me there. Or oh, Becca's. No it, Becca's can scratch me there. <laughs> it was actually really cute, though. The first night um, that we that the kitten stayed at our house, Lulu, Tucker slept with yeah. Lulu. Lulu fell asleep in Tucker's bed, and I was like, okay, I'm going to let them bond. I'm just going to leave them there. Because mm-hmm. usually I kick all the animals out of the kid's room because I don't want them to wake them up. But I'm like, I'll just let them, I'll see how it goes. 2 a.m., we see this light go on in the kid's bathroom. I'm like, what? Who's up? And I go in there, and I had put a litter box in the upstairs bathroom just because, you know, she's little. She she couldn't go down the stairs yet to go to the, the kitten room. And I I go into the boy's bathroom, and I see Tucker on the floor just sitting and waiting for Lulu to get out of the the litter box. He had put her in the litter box. He's like, Mom, she woke up. She had to go potty and do all this stuff. And he's like, and mom, I'm really tired. Can you take her? <laughs> I'm like, how does it feel? Now you get a little glimpse of what I went through when you were guys when you guys were babies. Tiny glimpse. No, I don't I don't I don't think that counts, but yeah. It's tiny. I mean yeah. waking up in the middle of the night having to uh, yeah. help out with bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It was just it was really cute. And he's like, Okay, you can take her now. Like yeah. but it was so sweet that he woke up and did that. Instead of just like, mom, you know, like he totally, it was, that was responsible of him. Yeah, I true. thought that was really cool. Um, okay. So enough, enough about the cat. Uh, we are getting goats. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if we is fair on this one. Um, I've opted out. You live here. So it's a we, it's just, it's a we. Yeah. I'm pretty busy. <laughs> I'm tired. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So. I bought two <laughs> two pygmy goats, which they don't get very big. They're just little little guys, and they're so freaking cute. I had one pygmy goat growing up. Um, I, my my mom actually bought it for me. I think when I was like nine years old or something. I would go to my mom sometimes in the summer because my parents were divorced, and she had this little little pygmy goat, black pygmy goat named Molly. And I freaking bond with that thing like crazy. Loved her. Long story short, she ended up hanging herself because we tied her up because she kept jumping in the other stalls with the horses. And, you know, we didn't think she had the rope. And she jumped on one, like the windowsill and jumped over because there was like some space between the ceiling and the stall walls. Mm-hmm. Jumped over to be with, because she didn't like to be alone. Pig Goats don't like to be alone. Mm. And she, we thought she was going to get uh, trampled because you know the horses are big mm-hmm. and so that's why we tied her up so she wouldn't do it well she jumped over and she was still tied up and hung herself oh i i'm the one that found her that was awful i was like eight or nine and i found her and i got Ugh. like undid her like little collar and like carried it like my mom's house was the stables were down ugh, this is so sad the stables were down um below the house so you had to walk up a hill to go to my mom's house mm-hmm. And I was like carrying the goat, Molly, mm. up this nine-year-old girl, carrying this dead goat up the hill. And then I collapsed and was bawling while she was like in my arms. And then my mom found me. That was brutal. <sighs> wonder why I have issues. <laughs> no, I don't wonder. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so ever since then, I've always wanted like another pygmy goat, but I've just never like had the opportunity or like thought about it but 
then something kept coming into my mind was goat yoga. Oh my God. Right? Finally an excuse I've, to own goats. <laughs> I will, I'm, I'm turning like my, my business is, is growing. So the Rose Moon, which is what my business is called. And I'm going to have like some fun grand opening and all that, but um, I'm actually getting my basement finished. So it'll be great for like um, Reiki healing down here, tuning fork healing, like all the healing modalities and like ceremonies and fun stuff like that. And goat yoga. You're new in the house? Well, this, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to have that type of tile where you can get it wet. Like you can do anything to it and it won't ruin it. So I'm like, okay, why, why not have goats? Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously we'll probably do it outside when the weather's nice, but huh. you know, I'm going to bring the goats inside in the, you know, the basement when okay. it's a little cold and snowy out there. No one wants to do yoga in the snow. Yeah. Get me? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> snow yoga. Snow yoga. No, yeah, we're a, not doing we'll snow yoga. It. Um, so yeah, so it's getting all remodeled down here soon and I'm super excited about that. Um, yeah, so I think after everything's remodeled, I'll have a fun grand opening. So keep stay tuned, everybody, for when the grand opening comes because everybody will be invited. Nice. I'll have the goats here too. They They'll be at the grand there. opening. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we're getting the goats. They're not going to be ready because they're still pretty small. They'll be ready in a couple of weeks. So I'll pick them up. And they're only it's only like an hour and a half away to pick them up. All right. So I'm bought too because. It's just better to have them in pairs. I think all animals work better in pairs anyways. I think so. I really do. Um, so, yeah. We're going to have to figure out names for them. I got this. What? I'll name them. I'm not ready yet. Oh, yeah. I have to be inspired, <laughs> but I'm not ready okay. yet. All right. If you guys want to email me some ideas for goats names, they're uh, white. Email me. Find no. me on the gram. Vince. <laughs> And uh, we'll talk about names for the goats. No, just give me some names, okay? There, there's one that's like almost all white and one that's mostly white with some spots. So if you guys get inspiration of some names, tell me. Let me know. It's Becca Hayes Media Group at gmail.com. I want to know your thoughts and what your names are. Um, so that. So there's that. And... I recently went out of town for like a day or two and did a journey. (laughs) With plant medicine, obviously. (laughs) Because where I went was legal. And... (laughs) What? Nothing. I just work here. I can't say a lot so, on your show because I, I just you know no, what I mean. You can. I'm, I'm quietish because I just I don't I don't I don't know where you're going. It was like it was three different types of mushrooms. What I took, um, it was a nice blend, and you know obviously I've I've done those ceremonies before, um, so I was going into it like because you always want to have an intention. Yeah. And I went into it where I'm like I'm just open and I. My intention is just whatever I need to know, let me know. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Did I find out? Did I? Yeah, it worked. <laughs> oh my gosh. Holy crap, it um, worked. You know, and the interesting thing is I always think when, because I've, he- I've heard other people's like mushroom journeys and 
that they've seen things and they like you know like just psychedelic stuff and i don't know if that shit was laced with other things but i feel like i've never really experienced that yeah me neither i feel like i've seen energy like just more subtle things i've seen like or maybe it's i just haven't taken enough i don't know but the journeys that i've done i've seen like some some things like some movement but not a lot not like very not really visual it's, it was almost mental for me yeah same for me and when i was out of town and i did this this journey um the the interesting thing was it's like all of a sudden like i was trying to like i thought i didn't have enough because i'm like it's not working because everybody else was already like getting into their journey mm -hmm. and i thought of like oh I don't think I have enough or it's just, you know, maybe I'm just, it's, you know, I'm not open to it this time. I don't know. So I sat there for a little bit and all of a sudden it just, my mind started just connecting. It was like, it was so interesting. I, the best way to describe it as I had all these pieces in my life and I knew about these pieces and I knew that some fit to, it's like putting a puzzle together. This is the best way to uh, explain it. It's like when you're putting a puzzle together, you have this corner finished, right? And then maybe up at the top, you have the top part of the puzzle finished. And then you find a couple more pieces that are like really random. They, You know that they're going to be somewhere in the middle. So yeah. you have these like sections sections that are completed, mm -hmm. right? But the whole puzzle's not together. You're still right. missing pieces. Or I'm like, I know that this piece is there, but I don't know where it goes. Yeah. And everything lined up. I And I've I've been known for this too. So this is something that I'm familiar with. Like I all have random flashbacks of like past lives I've lived. And prior to this journey, like probably a week, a week and a half, maybe even two weeks, I kept seeing this like wolf. And I'm not talking about wolf cat. Okay, but we, we'll get into that in a minute, actually, because there's something there, too. Um, but I kept seeing this wolf appear to me. Like, I look, I was looking at this picture on my wall. This is in my bedroom, and this is a picture frame. It's a picture. It's like a wood picture frame with a little, like, daisy, yellow, like, daisy in the middle of it. Like, you know how you frame a flower, like a dried flower? And it used to be my sister's. It was my sister Sarah's uh, picture. And so I have it hanging in my bedroom. So I see it like almost every morning I wake up. Well, a couple weeks ago, I was just looking at it. And it's like, seriously, like a wolf's face came out in like the wood part. It like formed to make a face and it was a wolf. Hmm. And I was like, that's really interesting. Like I've never seen that before. And then I kept having dreams of like me, like past life as a wolf. Really weird. And then... The like the first night that Lulu um, was here in our house after I took her from Tucker when he woke up and I was like just because you know she likes to snuggle so I was just holding her in my arms and I was like we fell asleep and mm -hmm. I had like the most vivid dream of me being like the wolf the mom wolf and this is my cub like goose <laughs> just weird stuff right like and it, it was like all wolf stuff all right and during this journey I. So I saw all like the people that are close to me were in my pack. <laughs> so what you're saying is, Oh no, you used to be like a one man wolf pack, but you're pretty sure you just added two other, three other wolves to your wolf pack. Cause there was where there was one <laughs> now 
<laughs> I was the lone wolf, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I'm really not the lone wolf. Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> but really, though, it's just, it's true. Like, I kept seeing all, so some of these people that are very close to me in my life, they were wolves. We were a pack. And I was the leader. Like, I, I hate saying that I was the leader because of it's- Of course you were. <laughs> And I was the leader. I was I was in charge. So because it sounds so like arrogant and you know and all those fun things, but I was I was leading the pack, you know. And you were in there. You're the pack. You're part of the pack. Part of it. <laughs> you weren't the leader, but you know you were in there. Yeah. But I just I saw like certain people like transform into wolves, and I knew that that's that was part of our connection in like pride. Twilight. No. No, like don't we they were transform actually into wolves. What? I don't know. Just going well, yeah, to transform. They, well, well, yeah, it was, and that was a big message too. That was like transforming. Like I was transforming. It was like the year of transformation for me. Okay. And no, like this is just an actual life of like living as an animal. Like that, I saw it. Like it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. And then after I saw that, and then it's like literally, it was just one after another connection. One, like the pieces kept getting put into place. And then towards the end of the journey, like I had the whole puzzle. Nice. And certain people that have come in my life and that are actually not even like so much into my life anymore. Like I saw them, which is interesting because I'd never even give them, like I just didn't think about them anymore. Mm -hmm. And they were a part of that. Like I saw them and I saw the roles that they played in my life. And it's almost like my, and this is how I'm going to interpret it. It's like my angels put them in my life for that reason. And even if they don't realize it or not, they played a key role in helping me. This is the best way I can describe it. Helping me become who I am becoming today. Yeah. It was so neat to see. And it made sense. Like finally, it like all made sense to me. That's awesome. And... So I, after I saw all the connections and then I, then I saw like, then it was like a, a quick flashback of like, kind of like all the lives I've lived and all the experiences and trauma and good times are all, I had to go through all those to get to what is to come in this day and age. Yep. Was so cool. Yeah. But it's kind of scary in a sense because I kept getting... I kept seeing like good and evil. I don't know like how to describe it, but I just knew that there was evil. Right. And I knew that I was on the good side. And then I kept feeling the purpose, like my one of my main purposes on this life is to gather people hmm. to help fight the spiritual war. <laughs> so it's really, okay. I'm like, people that are listening to this are like, okay. Oh. She's uh, she got on. Her, she's off a rocker, but so you're no. the leader, and you need to gather. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm like shit. I got kidding. all this responsibility, you know. Yeah. Like it's a lot of responsibility, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying I'm like the end all be all, but I I do play a big part in helping lead humanity. I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So, and apparently you're supposed to, but we'll get into that in a minute, Jacob. But we will. Yeah. Um. No, like I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to help gather people and basically take the blindfolds off and help them see. And I don't even know how to just 
explain this, but we're going to win through love and light. It's all about love. Love is the answer for everything. And I know that sounds so corny and cheesy, but like it really is. That's just because that's always the answer. It's corny because it's been said so many times. But it really but is though. That's the truth. It's it's love. It's yeah. having love for your enemies. It's having love for the people that hate you, the people that you, you know, you choose not to be around. It's like, it's yeah. having love for them. Like that is the ultimate thing we're supposed to do and learn. Mm-hmm and achieve in this lifetime it's insane and i think i'm i'm for some reason i'm supposed to help people see that yeah that's great i think everyone in their own way is supposed to help people see that because yeah that is everything yeah but yeah that's cool i love that you had that experience like putting everything together and you see like you just seem to have this air of confidence now like you're figuring out who you are and what you want yeah and i think well I'm, I can have that confidence because I know what I'm supposed to do. Right. And it's, it's such a cool feeling. It's knowing, and I, I feel like we have glimpses, right? We have glimpses of like who we're becoming or what we should become. But then we have that self-doubt that's, you know, sneaks in and like the fear and all that. And that's, it holds us back from that true confidence in the true, like becoming of who we're supposed to be, you know? And yeah, you're definitely right. Like, I'm just like, okay, I know what I'm supposed to do now. Mm-hmm. Like I had, I had a feeling I was going into that direction. I'm like, I was already going into that direction. Thanks to my angels and spirit guides and all that. They're like, they're helping me. But now I like, I just know. And it's so cool to just, I already know. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure there's a lot more shit I have to learn. I know that. I know there is more stuff to, I have to learn, but it's cool to have a, uh, an idea of what I'm supposed to help out and become. So it's awesome. I wish I had that sometimes. What? Knowing like, yeah. Purpose and where I'm at. Like, I feel like I have too many, so I'm just pulled in like 10 directions and I'm kind of pursuing all of them, which is fun in its own way. But I don't know. It'd be cool to have a sense of confidence about your direction and purpose. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. It's a game changer for sure. Mm-hmm. Like I felt very fortunate to experiencing that, to experience that, and to see it all laid out in front of me, yeah. and to see why I went through all the things. That's cool. To get to this point, like this is like the ultimate time right now. Like I know, like I don't want to sound like biblical and all that shit, but it really is. Like this is like the ultimate war or whatever you'd call it like battle fight we all went through certain things to get to this and and our growth pattern to help in this end times i guess in the end times (laughs) i don't know it was really like it was so emotional for me um and i kept getting like you know it's all about love it's all about gathering people and You know, I, I, I'm, I'm not like the leader, but I am going to be put in a leading position. And that kind of scared me in a sense, because I'm like, (laughs) that's a lot of responsibility, you know, like, Mm -hmm. but I feel like I am a natural leader already. Like I've, I have a lot of those tendencies already. So I'm like, okay, well, I, you know, it's, it's in me, it's within me. Like, I just need to trust myself. Like I can do this. Yeah, of course. But, um, 
you know, the, I'm debating if I should share this or not. Cause I, I don't, I don't want to be negative, but I'm just going to share what I saw and what I felt towards the end. Okay. Um, all of a sudden I got a glimpse of the LDS religion. Mm. And because it was such a big part of my life, I mean, it's only been a few years since I haven't been in it. Right. And all of a sudden, like I saw it and I saw all these men leading it. And then I had the, the impression or the feeling or whatever spoke to me, how it spoke to me uh, through my mind. Um, it was almost like the men in the church were trying to hinder women to hinder mm -hmm. our growth, us speaking out, us becoming of what we're supposed to be coming. Mm -hmm. And like, I was like, whoa. And it made sense to me. And it obviously still makes sense to me. Yeah. And then I went back to like, well, now that I'm, you know, clear, more clear mind now, but it went back to, I remember I used to always question this when I was in the church. Um, in the LDS religion, they say um, men can have multiple wives in the afterlife. Is it if you get married in the temple? Uh, almost everything is if you get married yeah. in the temple. So. so if you get married in the temple, you get they call it you get sealed to your partner. You get married in the temple. Mm -hmm. And in the afterlife, the man, the man will have multiple wives. Yeah. But the women can't. The women will only be committed to that one man. Mm -hmm. And I I just didn't really understand. It didn't make sense to me why that is. And they're like, you'll just understand it when you die. Yeah, just trust it. Just trust it. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, no, no, no. Like, I, I don't get it. Like, why is that? Why are you making it sound like that? And like the men, only the men can hold the priesthood. You know, like, there was just a lot of like, that didn't even bother me that much because I'm like, I, whatever, I don't care. I don't care to have the priesthood. Like, mm. I know women are like powerful already in its sense, but that's me though. That's me kind of that rebel thinking, you mm -hmm. know, not a lot of women think that way. And so I didn't really think too much into that, but it did really bother me about the whole, sorry, you don't get multiple men in the next life. He does, but... <laughs> You oh, don't. I see where this is going. <laughs> no, I just, there was just some things that were really weird and it was really like kind of controlling in a sense. Yeah. And I think that's just, I mean, I'm not a fan and I'm not trying, I'm only saying this because I know the LDS religion. Okay. Right. I'm not talking about any other religion because I don't really know those. I can, I can only tell you my experience and what my thoughts were. And if this is something that you love and this religion you love, like, I don't want you to be like, hating on it because of me it's all it's up to you it's all up to you but that is something that came to me whereas i feel like the lds religion is of more of man than god uh yeah i think all religion it, yeah but again that's my opinion i mean I, I can't speak for all religion because the only one i know of is the lds and so that's why i'm just saying what came to me was that it was yeah i'm not a fan of all any religion honestly but I think you need to just be one with yourself and get to know yourself and your higher self and have a relationship with, you know, the universe, God, whatever. Yeah. Like you need to have that special bond with that. Like, and I think if you have that, you can't go wrong, but I get, I understand too why people go to religion, but 
for me, I had, I had that epiphany during that, that journey where it was like, they are hindering women because women are very strong. I mean, men are yeah. too, but women have, there's something in women that is, is trying to be silenced in that religion. I don't know that. I think the wording is slightly off. I agree with you in a sense, but I don't know that the motive is as you're stating it. I don't think that they're trying to suppress women. I feel believe that the overall structure of the religion mm-hmm. is set up in a way that is doing that, which isn't good, but I don't know. And maybe it doesn't matter, but like, well, I don't think that's their whole purpose. Yeah. I don't think it's like we're trying no. to hold down women. It's just, but I'm but saying the it's, system it's is a weird. part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, I don't think that that's their whole like premise. Like, Hey, we're going to just suppress all these oh, women. Yeah. I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying it's a part of that religion. And it, it was almost another confirmation for me knowing that wasn't of God completely. Yeah. Like some of their teachings, teachings, yes, of Christ and God. Like I could see that, but I'm saying like as a whole, no. Yeah, there's some there's some issues. The whole the whole guilt, everything, and yeah. Anyway, we don't need to get. Yeah, I don't. Want, I'm not going to get deep into that. And I was like debating on whether I should even bring that up. But that did come to me towards the end, where I'm like, it's it's not, it's not even filled. You know, it's just yeah, uh, yeah. It was just more of a confirmation for me, mm. but. So that was like in a nutshell. There was a few other things that I probably should have wrote down, but I didn't because I don't journal. <laughs> but no, yeah, it was a it was a good experience. It's I'm glad that I finally got to have something like that. Um, yeah, I feel like I've had very beautiful moments before, but just kind of very briefly. Right. Like this was my whole journey of like laying out my life before me, mm. and it was so such a blessing. That's cool. And so beautiful. Um, I remember you had something kind of similar like that, like an aha moment of you and your son. I did, yeah. It didn't feel as positive as what you're outlining with yours. Um, I haven't had an experience that's felt really positive while I was in it. It's felt like struggle. Like I had this seven-hour experience of, I don't know. I feel like I've said it on here. I hope it's not repetitive, but um, I was basically being instructed on on my son. There was like this overwhelming sense of you've done so well. You're doing so good. So it's like not quite being chastised, but it's like, but you're missing the point a little bit. Oh, okay. It's like, Cause I would have, I'm divorced. So it was like, I have him 50, 50. And it's like, when I don't have my child, then I can be myself and go live and do whatever I'm doing. And I schedule stuff and I have fun and I do work. Like that's my time. Then when I have him, it's like dad mode and I am hyper focused on him, like teaching him. He's got some like stuff, which I think I've mentioned, Mm -hmm. but like it's, there's extra parenting involved with him. Mm-hmm. So I try very hard to catch him up and keep him going and keep him happy and keep him learning. It's, I don't know. I don't know if it's good or bad, but I'm trying really hard to be a good dad to him. But it was like, you're missing the point. Like there shouldn't be dad mode and me mode. Like 
live life with him. Yeah. Um, Which I actually told you that, by the way. You did. You did. You're really good at that. And I've, I've learned a lot from you that way. Um, but yeah, having this, like, for me, it was like this star being, it was like a constellation almost Mm -hmm. talking to me and telling me what I need to be doing for like seven hours. And I was sobbing just seeing my son. And there was also this repeating message that was like, he chose you. Like, I don't know if he chose my ex-wife or not. I don't know how that works. And I wouldn't be instructed there, but it was like, he chose you. And if you had any idea who he is, like, you have no idea who this is. Like, I don't even know where to go from there. But he's going to be like, some inventor, like you watch. Like I, I said, know, I don't he's even know inventing if it's in the shrinker or not. But like, he's going to invent the shrinker. There was a really <laughs> overwhelming sense of if you knew who mm-hmm. this was, like you'd be overwhelmed. Mm. So I don't know, and maybe that has something to do with the autism, and mm-hmm. a lot of religions have different perspectives on mental things i don't know but it w- it was intense and i came out of it a, a much much better father and he his behavior his demeanor has changed as i've shifted in my parenting that way like noticeably mm-hmm. it's been really really cool wow. yeah okay. but it felt painful in the moment like it was a struggle it was like 10 years of therapy of facing my shit and like all of it and just sobbing for hours and hours. It was exhausting. It it didn't feel comfortable at all, but I came out of it better and changed. So it's cool. Yeah. I'm still hoping for that really positive, everything aligning <laughs> kind of experience. Well, I think, like I said, going back to my intention, it was just, I'm, I'm open to whatever I need to know. And apparently mm-hmm. I, I really, I, now that I think about it, obviously, and I think a lot of people think the same way I was thinking in that moment, but you know, I'm like, I want to know how it's all like fitting together. Mm-hmm. I want to know why certain things happened. Like I, I always know that there's a reason, right? There's always a reason that that thing happened to me. It's leading me into this path. And like, as you know, time goes by, you can see that. Yeah. I can see why that happened. Yeah. But it was just so cool. It was like, like you said, like 10 years of like therapy, mm-hmm. just bam, like within like an hour or two. It's just like, holy shit. Like it was, it, and I was still like pretty present. Interesting. Which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know, like it's just, but it was just like downloads after downloads after downloads and like just giving me. And then like towards the end, um, a lot of us like women, like kind of like we're hanging out together and like just laughing and just just experiencing life and joy and all that and like like it was like I kept getting downloads for them too like to talk to them and like give them information that was coming through me it was just so cool and I I can't even like it was one of the best experiences of my life it was just so cool it was so cool so grateful for that. Um, switching gears a little bit. <laughs> a lot of it, actually. So my basement has turned into an art studio. <laughs> what are you talking about? 
Um, I the ha- utility room. I have. A, Actually, no, I have it. Everywhere. No, it's everywhere. A gallery. It's turned into a gallery. Yeah, there we go. It's a gallery. <laughs> um, I have Jacob Vince art like everywhere in my basement. Like we're, I mean, even in the studio. But that's the one you painted for me, yeah. which I absolutely love. Um, that one's not for sale, by the way. But <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Like I've, I really. The cool thing is, is like we got together. Well, I, I was not out of iHeartRadio yet, but I was like on the way out, you know, mm-hmm. and we bec- we were friends first and then we started like realizing that was, there was something more there and then I got let go. You were in the rut, mm-hmm. you know, coming from bankruptcy and um, just a lot of things that yeah. you were like ultimate low. Yeah. And now to see where both of us have gone and i think i told you this the other day i'm like i just sat back and i just kind of was in an awe and a wow like that is so cool that you've got your your website up for your art you've finally stopped throwing your art in the trash (laughs) (laughs) you you're painting so much now like just making beautiful pieces that people just are going crazy for you know you you sold your first couple pieces last week within what minutes of yeah. you posting about them. Yeah, I posted it when I when I made the website and I had two pieces up which I charged 550 each and I was that price was like seems very high to me, so it's weird. But uh it was you that actually told me that price. I did. I, like, right, I had a feeling whatever. That I'll was, trust you. That was the numbers that came to me, so They both sold in 20 minutes. See? So, it's pretty cool. And so, you know, you really like come into your, your artwork, which is so awesome. It's like you own it. You're an artist. Like you finally call yourself an artist, which is so cool. I do that as a joke still. I still Well, you should bad. stop doing it yeah. as a joke because you are an artist. What about a paintist? Okay. Paintist. Okay. <laughs> but then, and then you wrote a children's book. Like that's yeah. in the making. Like that's coming out soon. You're almost done with that. You have the, you got the illustrator, like yeah that's all done drawing the pictures like you're critiquing that right now and like that's getting ready to drop soon and so well i mean we'll let you guys know when it drops but i mean you wrote a freaking children's book which is absolutely amazing it's one of those i would compare it to i mean it's very unique but i would compare it to the giving tree um i would compare it to the little match girl like it's one of those very emotional and like holy shit life storybooks yeah where adults will actually enjoy reading it to their kids and the kids are gonna whether they know it or not in that moment it's molding them into learning these life lessons yeah it's like it's really really simple but it's also i think it's like 450 words total um i uh if there's one message i could have my son learn like it's it's this i don't know it's I'm excited just to like have him have it. And you're going to dedicate it to him. Yeah. Which, whatever, I thought it was going to be me, but that's okay. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> kidding. Um, no, I'm excited about it. But it's, it's, a, it's weird that I did this, and it, it doesn't even feel like something I should be proud of. Again, that's me self-deprecating, but I don't know. It's cool. I'm excited about it. Yeah, it's about, just briefly explain what it's about. Just the premise of it. Um, it's about a seed. And a bunch of seeds, basically, that are in a tree, and they fall, as seeds do. And one of them lands farther away on, like, harder ground that is unpleasant, and he feels unlucky. So it's like, 
he sees all the other seeds on this perfect soft ground and just flourishing yeah easy. then it's windy so he's like i'm gonna blow away they're all fine protected by the other trees mm-hmm. it has to work really hard to build roots so it's working really hard to build some roots then it's really really hot out they all seem fine in the shade well they got the shade from the other big trees yeah they have all the they shade. have the best location i have to work really hard mm-hmm. to build some big leaves mm-hmm. to protect me from the sun and then it was like the snow comes i'm freezing they're all over there protected with their leaves and the other trees mm-hmm. i have to work really hard to build this thick bark so it's this tree like i'm gonna cry i to, feel like, like this is my life it's everyone's <laughs> life like it has to work and struggle yeah. but in the end like it then surpasses all the mm-hmm. other ones. And it's like, whoa, mm-hmm. all that stuff I had to do, everything that I thought was a disadvantage, like made me who I am. Freaking love it. Are you allowed to share the title with us right now? Uh, I don't know. That's probably the very small seed. That's You're thinking about going with that title. Yeah. I love it. I think it's going to do really well. I Thank hope, you. I hope people buy that book and share it with their kids because it is such an amazing lesson, life lessons. Yeah, I think so. I hope people like well, it. Well, a lot of kids were just like, what? Like, they don't get it, right? They, as kids do, right? It's a lot of to take in during yeah. life. And it's like, why me? Mm-hmm. Why do why do I why do I always have to play alone and no one is will play anyone, with me? any human immune to that? I feel like no. all of us. At some we, point we in our see life. others mm-hmm. and we think... They've got it made. Mm-hmm. I have to do this. Mm-hmm. And you grow from it. Mm-hmm. And then like you realize later that like, I don't even know, like the super rich kids, like growing up, we envied them. They had their cool cars in high school and stuff. Most of them grow up to be assholes and everyone hates them. You yeah. know, like, yeah. and not all of them. I'm not saying rich makes you oh, predestined yeah, but- for anything, but like. I'm just saying. When you have a lot of things handed to you, it's, advantages you don't often really, yeah. aren't as they seem. Yeah. And those rich kids or those other seeds have their own struggles. They're yeah. in the same boat too. Observing, probably you even. We we probably envy each other. That's a that's the interesting. In different ways. And I I made this example, and I don't know if you were podcasting with me. I don't remember who I was podcasting with. I think it was actually one of my my friends. I think oh it was Julie. And we were talking about like uh, how I was going, which my face is basically cured, by the way, if anybody wants to know. <laughs> I've talked about my rosacea a few times on you. Mm. But I was talking about... we. I cured it. Yeah, you helped. Coconut yeah. oil right there. Coconut yeah. oil does wonders for your face, by the way. Um, like no redness anymore and hardly any like of those little pus pop things, <laughs> zit thing. I don't even know what they are. They weren't zits. They were like little pus pocket things. Uh-huh. Anyways... Um, so we we got into talking about that and I was like, oh my gosh, I just love your skin so much, Julie. Cause Julie has this amazing, like porcelain, beautiful skin. And she goes, thank you. She's like, I was actually noticing this about you. And it's just like, it's funny how we notice the things that we think we lack or that we struggle yes. with in yep. other people. Yeah. And so with Julie, I, w- with anybody, I notice skin because that's my thing that I have going on, right? That's like insecurity. my insecurity is my skin. And I, I was telling her about my one of you know Blair, my bestie. Mm-hmm. Blair, she hates her arms, which I don't see why, but she yeah, does. She just, she just thinks she has more flabby arms. Like she looks amazing. Yeah. But she always compliments my arms. 
And she's always like, girl, I wish I had your arms. I'm like, oh, man. and then I'm like, you know, we go down the line. I wish I had your butt. I wish I had your legs. Like, because that's what we do. And it's just funny how what we lack or what we think we we're struggling with, we, we look for that in other people. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's interesting. It's true. It's, yeah, even the people that are, you know, had everything handed to them and that are well off, like, you don't know what's going on in, on emotional level. Like, yeah. you don't know, like, now, like, they have a hard time connecting with people, right? Because. Yeah, everyone's got stuff. Right? Even, like, everybody's got weird, their shit. Weird example, but, like, Britney Spears right now, all over the news, right? We're like, oh, oh she my got gosh. freed or something? She's super famous, super rich. Life must be perfect, right? Oh, actually, she her was, dad and lawyers like control her. Yeah, they control she her for no so freedom, long. Mm -hmm. So no, she money, just got freed, though, right? Money has no value when you're not free. Yeah. So and literally, like you could see her like just going insane on and her Instagram. I, and I don't have enough information to like what's good or bad with her. I, I think no she idea, got freed, but well, I don't supposedly. even know what that fully means. But just saying, know. we've all got our struggle, no. and we're all looking at it's those so, other seeds yeah. in their great situation. Yeah. And love it, man. I have to go through this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's so interesting. That's why it goes to like, just don't judge people. Yeah. <laughs> really? Like it comes down to just, Hey, they, something they're dealing with, you don't know, even yep. though they look great on the outside and they're not telling you everything. Like it's just, everybody's got their own shit. Yep. Doesn't matter. And the funny thing is, is like in the end, we can't take any materials with us. We can't take like, the only thing we can take is like our knowledge, right? Yeah. Our knowledge with us, our love and our compassion. Yeah. Just don't worry about it and mm -hmm. work, work yeah. hard. Do, do your and, thing. And love people and, you know, and make a difference in the world. A good difference. Yeah. Um, You're dropping a piece tomorrow. Yeah. So I, like I said, those two. Or this is going to be today because this is going to go out tomorrow. Oh, yeah. So you're dropping a piece today. Today, like 7 or 8 p.m., uh, I got this little thing on my on my art app that, like, releases the <laughs> the art piece <laughs> when I schedule it because uh -huh. those first two were gone in 20 minutes, and I had tons of people that were angry that they were gone because— They were threatening you. Yeah, because I released— like, you bastard. I posted, like— I wanted your painting. I secretly do art in my <laughs> awkward post, and, like, I didn't, like, have it for sale yet, and mm -hmm. there was a lot of people, like, is this for sale? Tell me when it's for sale. Mm. And then they were actually bothered that someone yeah. bought it so fast, and mm. they didn't even know. So I'm going to announce it on my social media. It's kind of my only audience for now, and, uh, yeah, it'll be released tomorrow night at jacobvince.art anyone wants to have a look it's really beautiful yeah you got some good pieces and i'm excited for this one that you're going to release i like this one a lot it's uh it's up there in my favorites yeah. for sure so it's a great piece and uh it'll look great any in anybody's home or office or studio or or maybe it may look terrible too in your studio <laughs> maybe it looks bad i don't know oh. i just work here you don't work here as a paintist oh god Anyways, so yeah, go check out his website, jacobvince.art. It's really beautiful. You have you have a skill for making things beautiful. Hey, so. thanks. Appreciate that about you. Thanks. Thank you for you just created my logo actually for the Rose Moon. Yeah. It's actually really cool. 
You guys should check it out. It's on my Instagram, Becca Hayes, and also my Facebook. I just posted the logo. That was actually Jacob's creation. So oh, look at this. Thanks for all the love. You're welcome. <laughs> just remember, I gave you love. Okay. <laughs>